Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to This Week Again. I'm your host, Suzanne Posel. We're going to start off this show with why SCOTUS will rule on presidential immunity. Move on to Republicans' latest control women's body stunt and follow all of that up with two reasons why food is getting so expensive. Let's begin, shall we? As the old saying goes, elections have consequences. Now, in 2016, all of the elephants and jackasses were all in an uproar over a woman in a pantsuit. So, with a little help from the Russians, Donny Khan became America's 45th president. But then, in 2020, there was another election, which was almost stolen by the Big Lebowski. First, he tried to say the election was stolen from him, but... When that didn't work out, he had his middle-aged army of rejects riot at the Capitol to stop the certification of the 2020 election results. Fast forward to 2023, and the fraud father is in trouble with the U.S. government over stealing classified documents from the White House when he was begrudgingly leaving. Oh, and there was that insurrection he caused on January 6th as well. So, four federal indictments later and 91 criminal charges, the only thing that could prevent Eric's dad from spending the rest of his miserable life in prison is for the U.S. Supreme Court to rule that presidents do have absolute immunity from criminal prosecution for the crimes they commit while they are in office. (laughs) And you'll never believe what happened. But we do begin tonight with the breaking news from the Supreme Court, the nation's highest court late today, agreeing to hear former President Donald Trump's claim of absolute immunity from prosecution for actions he took while in office. It will hear that case on April 22nd. A federal appeals court earlier this month unanimously rejected Trump's immunity claims, saying former President Trump has become citizen Trump. Any executive immunity that may have protected him while he served as president no longer protects him against this prosecution. Ah, well, that's just what the D.C. Court of Appeals said, but (laughs) we're talking about the supreme disappointment. Because when you appointed three out of the six judges on the recently corrupted bogus SCOTUS, they delay all of those pesky prosecutions that you're facing. The Supreme Intelligence of the United States, by agreeing to hear Trump's desperate claim that he can't be held liable for the crimes that he committed while he was president, there's now a stay on those four federal indictments and 91 criminal charges. And by say, I mean those cases cannot move forward, trials cannot begin, and Gerth Vader can breathe a sigh of relief because this election season he knows that if he wins, he'll never be held responsible for trying to overthrow our democracy. Or as Rhodes Scholar and political junkie Rachel Maddow so eloquently put it, The important question here is not whether the Supreme Court is going to decide that Donald Trump and all presidents are immune from prosecution for things they commit, crimes they committed while they were president. Remember, this is the case where Trump's lawyer was asked by Judge Florence Pan. Could a president who ordered SEAL Team 6 to assassinate a political rival who was not impeached, would he be subject to criminal prosecution? 
if he were impeached and convicted first. The conclusion that we can arrive at now based on what they have done without having to wait for the ruling is that they are ensuring that Trump will not face trial. And when they inevitably rule that presidents aren't immune from prosecution after they leave office, what that will tell Donald Trump, if by then he is president, is that he can never leave the office of the presidency. And if he is voted out in 2028, he cannot leave office. He is welcome to commit any crimes he wants to, as long as he is still president in order to ignore the result of that election in power for life, because otherwise he is going to go to prison when he gets out. What a solid beer, Kavanaugh, Amy, con artist, Barrett, and Neil, I love qualified immunity Gorsuch could do for the clown Ligula, getting to delay all of his criminal cases just long enough for Americans to vote for a new president in 2024. I mean, this is truly the nail in the partisan coffin. Many of us have been crying like Cassandra to deaf ears, unfortunately. And this is it, the simple truth, that the bogus SCOTUS isn't just a funny insult, but an honest description of what happens when you let Cheater Von Dictator appoint justices to the highest court in the land. Another foundational institution of America bites the dust. Meanwhile, in Why Are Republicans All Up in My Uterus News?, a lot of the GOP's top brass are now trying to scramble to get on the side of supporting IVF. The Republican Senate campaign arm jumped on the issue by sending out this memo on Friday, urging that, quote, it is imperative that our candidates align with the public's overwhelming support for IVF and fertility treatments. House Speaker Mike Johnson also came out in support of IVF treatment and called it a blessing for many moms and dads who have struggled with fertility. IVF is something that is so critical to a lot of couples. It helps them breed great families. Our country needs that. The last thing we'll do is shut down a fertility clinic to have a child that you desperately want. It's BS and it's not going to work. Well, Lindsay Clutch, my pearls, Graham, was right about one thing. This is some bullshit. Republicans coming out and saying they support IVF is just a distraction. It's distraction at its finest because the Alabama Supreme disappointment did not rule on IVF. They declared embryos are children or fetal personhood, which sounds like a word salad. But trust me, for Republicans, it's a thing. IVF clinics closing down in Alabama is just a consequence of declaring an embryo a child, and it's definitely not the intended audience. See, funny thing is, there has been a steady rise in same-sex couples using IVF to have a family, and, well, that doesn't make sense in a Christian nationalist nightmare Republicans are trying to make a reality here in the United States, so, as the saying goes... If they can't have it, no one can. Because Republicans aren't going to be coming out and saying fetal personhood is a thing because they don't want the Libidiqua community having their own babies. <laughs> no. So they let the Alabama Supreme Intelligence declare it so. Oh, and just to drive home the point, here comes Mississippi. A Republican senator has blocked the passage of a bill to protect access to in vitro fertilization nationwide. Senator Sidney Hyde Smith of Mississippi objected to the measure's approval yesterday. 
The bill before us today is a vast overreach that is full of poison pills that go way too far, far beyond ensuring legal access to IVF. It would legalize human cloning. It would legalize gene-edited designer babies and lift the federal ban on the creation of three parent embryos. It would legalize the creation of human animal chimeras. <laughs> oh, Mississippi, you are not sending your literate to Congress. <laughs> chimeras. Did that poorly educated Karen mean chimeras? I swear, this Bible-thumping moron was probably watching the Super Bowl, saw the Mountain Dew ad, and freaked out because now they think Puppy Monkey Baby was created in an IVF clinic in Alabama. But yeah, tell me more about how Republicans never intended for IVF to go out of business just because they gave a clump of non-binary cells fetal personhood. Because I have a stinking suspicion, this whole thing how you're going to control when a woman or how she is able to get pregnant does not just stop at Republicans trying to prevent the creation of man bear pig or as New York Senator Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez perfectly explains it. They knew exactly what they were doing. They're trying to walk it back now so that they don't look publicly accountable. But I want to be very clear that this was intentional. Not only do they want to go after abortion? Not only do they want to go after reproductive freedom, they're going after IVF. They're going after contraception. They also want to control recreation, what they call recreational sex. Yes. Recreational sex. This is, this is so clearly a patriarchal theocracy that has embodied itself in the DNA of an entire political party in the United States of America, and they can walk it back as much as they want. They have done this. Who put those judges there? Not Democrats, yeah, not yeah. independents. Republicans put those judges in there. Republicans are taking women's bodies by force, and we cannot let them do it. It has to come to an end. Yes, I'm with AOC. It has to stop. But the only way any of the Christian theocratic bullshit that has been happening across this country is going to stop is to vote these medieval morons out of office at the national, state, and local levels. All the representatives that believe their personal sky daddy dictates how they live their miserable lives and then try to force everyone else to do the same punishments. Like... Whoever thought Jesus Freak and one of the most entitled white men in Alabama, which is saying a lot, Justice Tom Parker, who used a Bronze Age mythology to justify treating women like chattel in his ruling, that clumps of cells are really kids. Justice Parker has not been shy about expressing his view that America was founded as a Christian nation whose laws should be rooted in a, a conservative evangelical interpretation of the Bible. And so you see that reflected in his opinion as he cites nearly two dozen times scripture for justifying the court's decision that embryos should be given the same rights as living children. He writes that Alabama has adopted a theological interpretation of life. And therefore, we must look to the book of Genesis, which says all men are created at God's image. And so when you put those two together, you must conclude that, you know, no life 
can be destroyed without incurring the wrath of a holy God. And that includes unborn uh, embryos. Okay, sure. But uh, Genesis 2-7 says life begins with first breath. So here we are. First off, the Bible was written at a time when people didn't have refrigeration and weren't sure where the sun was disappearing to every night. So using that patch quilt of nonsense as a basis for any law is pure idiocracy at its finest. And secondly, not everyone who lives in Alabama believes in Republican Jesus, nor do they want to live their life under the thumb of some bullshit cult where people literally call their God their shepherd, but don't see the implication that that means they're the sheep. Now, I'm not going to let the poorly educated tell me or my daughters what they can do with their bodies, hence why I currently reside elsewhere not the stupid south <laughs> but i digress the point is right now in the deep south there is something happening at the u.s mexico border and no i'm not talking about migrant caravans because no one travels like barnum and bailey circus anymore no i'm talking about a tale of two presidential candidates one who is currently holding that office and his predecessor who desperately needs to get his old job back so he can avoid some jail time. Here is President Biden's suggestion to get border security legislation passed on Capitol Hill all the way from Eagle Pass, Texas, where Governor Hot Wheels has been filling rivers with murder balls and sitting back on his chair while women and children are drowning and enjoying every minute of it. Roll tape. I understand my predecessor is an Eagle Pass today. So here's what I would say to Mr. Trump. Instead of playing politics with this issue, instead of telling members of Congress to block this legislation, join me, or I'll join you in telling the Congress to pass this bipartisan border security bill. We can do it together. You know and I know it's the toughest, most efficient, most effective border security bill this country has ever seen. So instead of playing politics with the issue, why don't we just get together and get it done? Let's remember who the heck we work for. We work for the American people, not the Democratic Party, the Republican Party. We work for the American people. You tell him, Grandpa Joe. And by the way, that was very sweet. Inviting your opponent to do what's best for the country since Dingus Khan told Republicans not to pass that bipartisan border deal because then he wouldn't have anything to bitch about while he was giving their donors, I mean, their voters, you know, out of uh, money on his scam trail. I mean, campaign trail this November. Anyway, uh, too bad the lumbering lardass obviously wouldn't go for this, especially after his own trip to Eagle Pass, Texas, because copying Biden's moves is Donald Dump's passion. Roll tape. But this is a Joe Biden invasion. This is a Biden invasion over the past three years. But it's uh, allowing thousands and thousands of people to come in from China, Iran, Yemen, the Congo, Syria, and a lot of other nations. Many nations are not very friendly to us. He's transported the entire columns of uh, fighting-aged men, and they're all at a certain age. And you look at them and say, they, they look like warriors to me. Something's going on that's bad. Now the United States is being overrun by the Biden migrant crime. We call it Biden migrant crime, but that's a little bit long. So we'll just leave it. But every time you hear the term migrant crime, you know where that comes from. And they're coming from jails and they're coming from prisons and they're coming from mental institutions and they're coming from insane asylums. 
and their terrorists. They're being let into our, our country. People from places unknown, from countries unknown, who don't speak languages. We have languages coming into our country. We have nobody that even speaks those languages. They're, they're truly foreign languages. Nobody speaks them. <laughs> no wonder this guy always pulls well with the poorly educated. Languages so foreign, no one speaks them. But those migrants talk that shit, so we can't have that in maggot country. What does that even mean? We all know from listening to him that Mayor McTreason doesn't speak English very well. So does he think he can't speak a language no one can? (laughs) Fucking idiot. But what gets me is the contrast between the grumpy old men running for the presidency in 2024. Biden's out there quietly yammering on about how he and the marginally sentient spray tan talk to each other and hold hands like they want to buy the world a Coke and declare to the top of the Swiss Alps that the hills are alive with bipartisanship. (laughs) Of course, none of that fever dream is ever going to happen. So good luck to those seeking asylum or just a better life in the U.S. of A. Because although we brand ourselves as the best place to live on the planet Earth, That's really just some marketing bullshit former actor turned racist father of the modern Republican Party, Ronnie Reagan, spouted about when he kicked off his first presidential campaign in Jessup, Mississippi. For example, the Kellogg's Company was founded in 1906 in Battle Creek, Missouri. And today, the current CEO is doing his own battle with his mouth for saying some of the most elitist crap anyone has ever been dumb enough to say on live television. We think about our consumer under pressure. There's things that we could do. The cereal category has always been quite affordable and it tends to be a great destination when consumers are under pressure. So some of the things that we're doing is first messaging. We gotta reach the consumer where they are. So we're advertising about cereal for dinner. If you think about the cost of cereal, for a family versus what they might otherwise do, that's gonna be much more affordable. The cereal category is a place that a lot of folks might come to because they, the price of a bowl of cereal with, with milk and with fruit is less than a dollar. So you can imagine why a consumer under pressure might find that to be a good place to go. Right. Cereal for dinner is something that is, is probably more on trend now and we would expect to continue as that consumer is under pressure. Whoa there, Antoinette. Let them eat cereal? Just because your data says people are broke and you thought now would be a perfect time to launch that breakfast for cereal campaign instead of lowering the cost of your products? And by the way, Kellogg's has raised their prices by 25% as recently as last year. So that bullshit about a bowl of cereal costing less than a dollar? Clearly, this twat jacket does not shop for the food he has in his own home. And if the public has anything to say about it, He won't be able to afford grocery shopping now that a boycott is happening. See, this is where social media shines. Because a couple of TikToks and sharing later, this has caused Kellogg's stock to fall by 58% and counting as of the recording of this show. Consumers apparently don't like to be told by Richie Riches to shut up and eat cereal when grocery prices are rising by 25 to 40% depending on where you live. So for this quarter, Kellogg's is going to go through it. 
lose a shit ton on their stock value and hopefully learn a lesson. Although I wouldn't hold your breath because CEOs of food companies have never been accused of charging a fair price for their product. Fuck no. Who does that? Not Wendy's. The price of a burger and fries could be going up depending on what time of day it is. That's right, fast food giant Wendy's says it will introduce surge pricing in 2025 during its busiest hours. Wendy's announced it'll start testing dynamic pricing on digital menu boards next year. Artificial intelligence will suggest menu items and determine whether to raise prices based on demand, location, and time. Wendy's is backtracking on reports that it will implement surge pricing on its menu items. Well, yesterday, reports surfaced that Wendy's CEO told investors that the company would start the process as early as next year. It received backlash almost instantly. But now, Wendy's says it was misunderstood and it will not raise prices during peak hours, telling ABC News, we didn't use the phrase surge pricing, nor do we plan to implement that practice. <laughs> You think you're so clever and your customers are so stupid, they can't possibly use Google to figure out that dynamic pricing in this industry is a phrase to mean surge pricing. For example, when I ask Google the meaning of dynamic pricing, it says, quote, a strategy that uses variable prices instead of fixed ones when selling the same product. And when I ask Google the meaning of surge pricing, it says, I already told you, dumbass, when you asked me about dynamic pricing. It's when companies sell you the same product for different prices, depending on how much money they think they can get out of you at any given time. So now that those of you in the back of the boardroom are on the same page as the rest of us, listen, let me tell you something. It's bad enough when you go to Wendy's and the high school dropout running the drive through overcharges you by a couple of dollars and says, oh, my bad, if you bring it up. That couple of dollars over tens of thousands of customers a day is millions and millions of dollars per month that Wendy's gets to take home via price theft because they pay slave wages and someone took a shit in their employment pool. But now you want to maybe go through the drive through order your food for one price. And by the time it took you those seven minutes and two cars to get to the front where you get your food, it's another price. I'm sorry, but all the fuck knows. And that's all I have to say about that. New episodes of This Week Again air every Sunday. Oh, and don't forget, Sundays at 6 p.m. Ohio time, you can re-listen to this very show on Crow Town Radio. But if that's not enough, you can catch me once a week on Facepalm America with host Beowulf Rockland, where we make fun of the news in real time on a recorded podcast. You can follow This Week Again on social media wherever you can find us. And we are always available for your listening pleasure on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audible, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for listening to this show. Ta-der for now.